Here's a fun fact. Whenever you're upset by some somebody else, let's say somebody says something you don't like, keep in mind, this is fascinating because we take things very personally. When somebody says something that hurts us, think about what's happening. They're basically hurting you with, with noises that are coming out of their mouth, right? We're hearing that through our ears and our brains are transmitting it as a signal and then through communication and, and the way we've been taught to learn growing up, we're able to transmit that into a thought. Now this is where it gets interesting because that very thought is what really is upsetting you. In other words, if we were to take somebody's words, let's say they're not nice, let's say somebody thinks that you're ugly and they say that. Now imagine if we were to take that, those words of saying that you're ugly and put it in a bottle. We should be able to see it, touch it, smell it, taste it, something, right? You should be able to, to do something with it because this physical, touchable, smellable, seeable thing would then be able to hurt you. So it's kind of like taking a stick and hitting you with it. You, you feel that because that's an actual thing. But when it comes to words, the, it's impossible. You can't cut out a word. You can't take take a, a, a word or a set of words and, and, and show it to me, right? So it's not a physical, real thing. It doesn't hurt you. So why would it hurt you? Why would it Why would it change how you feel? Why would it elicit a certain emotion? Why, why would that be? And it's because of our thought about it. And many times we think about these things without even thinking about these things, meaning that we don't have to really put much effort into it. It's sort of like uh, an automatic response that, you know, somebody, just like if somebody were to hit you with a stick, you'd react. You, you have a reflex that says, ah, ow, you know, and then you, you know, typically most people would want to hit back, you know, sort of an instinctual uh, response to that, right, is to, to sort of hit back. Now, some people won't, but some people will, right? Well, it's the same thing with words, communication, is that, is that we hear something, process it, and we either let it bother us or not. You know, there's some people that might not get bothered by it because they're not, they don't care what other people think. They, they don't think they're ugly. They, they don't care. They just think that that's a mean thing to say, and that's the end of it. And then there are other people that hear a word, and they, they take it personally. They think, number one, they may doubt themselves. They may think that they are ugly. May have a self-image issue, and you can see how that would affect how how you respond to that type of thing, right? So, if you think you're ugly, are you going to respond differently than if you think you're not so? If you think you're good-looking, of course, of course, it will. And again, that's all based on thoughts and thinking. So, when somebody says something nasty to you, all they are are words. The question is, is why are you letting that bother you? What is it about that comment that makes you so bothered by it? What, what is that? Why, why are you doing that? Why are you responding that way? Like, like ah, you know, and, I, and I've been there and I think we all have been there before. And it's fascinating because once you realize that it's just a set of noises coming out of somebody's mouth, you have the choice. You have the choice to think differently. Right? So you can, you can, and, and I realized this a while ago, and it's kind of like, how do I say this? It's like exercising uh, your body. So 
for example, you can do martial arts training and you can train really hard so that if somebody comes and attacks you, like in judo they teach this, where somebody comes at you, you use their momentum and their weight shifting against them and set them on their way. You can do, you know, quote unquote, self-defense. Well, you can also do self-defense of the mind because you can train your mind or train your response mechanism or train your emotions and such so that you're not going to respond the way you have been responding previously, right? So it's like if somebody says something nasty to you, you have enough awareness and mindfulness to recognize it and, and figure out that, wait a second, I recognize this before it becomes a problem and know why I'm reacting this way. And you learn a lot about awareness and mindfulness so that you can choose to act differently. And it takes practice. But you can, the good news is that you can practice this right away. You can put this into training right away, right this very moment. So make the intention in your head and your heart that you're not going to be bothered by these things anymore. That you're just, and it's not, see, this is the difference between making a decision like, you know, when you're little and, you know, adults might say, well, don't listen to them. You know, you're a wonderful person. Don't take those comments too seriously. And that's fine. It's good because we're, you know, as parents, we try to help kids. We try to try to set them on the right way. But it's important to really go a little deeper and understand why you need to do that. Because once you realize deeply that nothing can hurt you, nothing can truly hurt you with words, with, you know, mentally, uh, with words and so forth and so on, it's your mind. It's like, for example, another example is uh, reading the news or watching the news. Um, it doesn't take much these days to turn on any news channel and, and listen to something and watch something and get upset by it. But again, that thing that's happening isn't the thing that's hurting you. It's your thoughts around the thing. Because let's be honest, if a newscaster is telling you a story, let's say they tell a story about some violent crime. Now, now I would venture to guess that if I, if I lied to you, if I was a newscaster, if I put you in a room and I told you, um, I don't know, a small child was killed, right? That would upset you as it should upset you. Now, if I made that up and that never happened and you still got upset by it, you're still getting upset by it. The point is that you're, you're selectively taking that verbatim and processing it as if it were true and then choosing how you respond to that. So when it comes to modern news, for example, we could do a couple of things. We could choose to say, you know what, I'm not going to watch the news anymore. I'm not going to listen to the news anymore. You could choose to do that. You could also choose to be very, very strong and courageous and independently minded when watching or listening to the news, where you could say, okay, I just kind of want to see what's going on, but I'm going to be careful of what I absorb and I'm going to make a very sound decision from what I hear could do that, which I don't think works very well, because once we're exposed to negativity, we're exposed to negativity. It's not good anyway. That's for a whole other discussion. But again, the, the stuff coming at you from, so for example, if I'm on my phone and I go to CNN.com or FoxNews.com, whatever, I am choosing to go to this place where they're going to be infiltrating my mind with stuff with ideas and a lot of it's going to be misconstrued a lot of it's going to be exaggerated a lot of it's going to be made up 
there might be some of it that has some sort of truth to it or whatever, but I don't know. So I'm making a choice to go there. And it's it's a choice, right? And, and it's up to you whether you want that type of stuff to be in your in your head or not in your head, you know, because obviously you'll have a better life without it. I mean, think about this. Of all the news stories you've heard in the past year, have any of those things really changed and shaped your life in a really good, positive way and made you a really good person because of it or others? No, of course not. Of course not. So just keep that in mind when it comes to the news. But more importantly, why do we get upset when we get upset? So if somebody says something politically that bothers you, be mindful, be aware of that. Why is that upsetting you? And remember that it's the thoughts inside your mind that are making you think that. Making you think that way or feel that emotion. That's what's happening deep down. It's, it's not that thing. That thing isn't, a, isn't an arrow or a dart that's coming out you know, poking you in the eyeball and creating real, physical, tangible pain. They're literal things, words and pictures that come through your eyes and your ears that you then choose to process and, and certainly set an intention for um, um, how you feel about that. And you have often, most often, full control of that. And I say most often because sometimes in life it's like a Again, an automatic response. Sometimes in life, for example, uh, uh, so-and-so, let's say they drop a nuclear bomb in the city and you hear it, you're going to be scared. Your adrenaline is going to kick in. And that's natural response. It's like a fight-or-flight thing. There's something deeply ingrained in our biology that makes us act a certain way, right? So sometimes that's true. Or even if somebody that you that you feel very close to and you form a, a, a loving bond with and you love somebody and you trust them, you have a very trusting, open relationship, and they say something horrible to you, that's obviously going to hurt you. So I'm, I'm not talking about those instances. However, it is true that you can understand that even somebody that you love deeply Although they can say things, and certainly do things that may hurt you, you do have the ability to respond differently in your mind and in your heart. You can, for example, try to think a little bit differently. Like, for example, I wonder why they would have done that to me. They, they must have been confused, distraught, or something, but it must have led them to feel that way. Or let's say somebody tells you they don't love you anymore thought they did. You, you could, for example, reframe it a little bit differently and think, well, I've been that way before with people. I've fallen in and out of love with people before. I know how that feels. So I can understand that. And just that teeny little bit of understanding takes the sting off of it. You know, it might bring a, 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 ten, a nine or ten pain level to a seven or eight, you know. So it sometimes will take the sting off just a little bit just because of your awareness and your understanding of the situation. But I just think it's important to point out and realize that most things in life are thought-based. They're actual thing. They're actual, they're, you can't even measure them. You know, what is a thought? A thought, let's say I have a, a, a violent uh, thought in my head about somebody driving too fast or driving, cutting me off in traffic, and I have a violent thought. 
like, like uh, you know, mad at them or, you know, whatever. I think horrible things about this person. Now, they wouldn't know that, right? They wouldn't know that those are my thoughts in my head. So my thoughts of aggression towards somebody else in my own car, in my own head, who are they hurting? They're hurting you. They're hurting me. They're hurting the one that has that crap in their head because the other person doesn't know about it. They're not aware of it. So it's like literally creating a, a, a cancerous vibe in your head, bad energy, a bad intention in your own head. So we have to be very careful about what we do in our mind and with our thoughts, don't we? Because we're the ones that carry them. We're the ones that hold them. It's kind of like uh, another metaphor would be if I wanted to throw a hot coal at you, you know, a hot fiery coal, I'd have to hold it in my hand. And who am I going to burn first? I'm going to burn myself by holding the hot coal. So what if I didn't want to hold the hot coal at all? Instead, I just decided to try to understand you more or decide, you know, I'll try to understand you more um, and maybe communicate more. But if I can't, then that's something you're not willing to do. Then I guess it is what it is and it has to move on, right? Just different ways of thinking, different ways of thinking. And that's all I'm trying to encourage here is to, to, to have have you think about it as it's a thought and a thought isn't a real tangible thing and you have full control over the thoughts that you have so every emotion you have every sadness or happiness or whatever state you're in has a lot to do with your thinking so if you feel depressed think about the thoughts that are going on in your head right now and if you do change your thoughts, you're going to change how you feel. It's just It just works that easily. Now you'll think, well, you don't know my situation. I just lost two family members and, you know, I lost a leg and this and that. And all these horrible things happen. That's absolutely true. These things happen to us all the time, all the time to every one of us. Now, one of the great parts about spiritual practice, and I'll point out Buddhist practice, for example, is that, you know, the aspect of of delusion, where we're deluded to think that we'll never have pain and suffering. Um, that's one of the first noble truths in Buddhism, right? Is that there's suffering. Um, and that's just how it is. And once you accept that and understand that, you can sit with the pain, you can sit with the discomfort. So again, if somebody says something uh, you don't like that may be hurtful, you can sit with that and, and feel what you feel, that it's okay to feel what you feel. Instead of pushing it away, you embrace it and say, oh, I feel very good about this. Why is this? Why is it triggering me like this? Does it hurt a lot? Does it hurt a little? What would it be on a 10 scale? Give it a color. You know, is it a red hot feeling or is it an orange color, a green color, a blue color? Give it some, you know, just try to explore it. And it just kind of changes, it just kind of changes how you react to these situations. So just... Having an understanding and doing some spiritual growth learning, you know, uh, be it uh, if you're, you're Christian-based, you want to read the Bible or, you know, get yourself in a Bible study group. I mean, you could do the same with any religion. Uh, if, you're, if you're Muslim or Islam or whatever, you, you can do, you know, study, join churches and groups and try to study and get books on this stuff and read about it. Um, if you're you know, Buddhist or Zen or anything, you could just read up on it and, and learn and study that. Because it's fascinating. It's truly fascinating what you can learn out there. There's a lot to learn out there from everybody. So everybody has something they love, and everybody has something they want to share. 
um, with others. So I encourage you to do that. But just keep that in mind, literally, that your thoughts are not tangible things, but they are very powerful, but they're most powerful inside your own mind. So some people call them mind viruses or memes. If you look up the theory of memetics, you know, and mind viruses, you know, I could, a lot of people, um, unfortunately, take advantage of people with, with mind viruses, memes, and they, they manipulate people to feel a certain way or think a certain way. You know, you think of the communistic regimes uh, doing horrible things to people and, mind, you know, messing with people's minds to have them act and think a certain way. Okay, we're very susceptible to that type of stuff, but I just want to illustrate how we have the ability and power to affect our minds by rethinking the way we're thinking and keeping in mind that when somebody says something nasty to you, that's their baggage. They have all their sets and reasons why they're doing that that we can't control, nor should we control. We can only control what's inside of our receiver. Think of it like a digital receiver that you have control of. You turn the knobs. You can make some adjustments in your equalizer. You can you can determine how you want to, how you choose to react to certain things. You have full control over that. So give that some thought. And the next time somebody says something nasty to you, instead of getting mad at them and thrashing back at them, calmly take a few breaths and calmly just think about it. Think about why that bothers you so much. And, and once you start to explore your thoughts, you start to realize, wow, it's, it's not them that's making me angry. I'm making myself angry with my own thoughts. And so therefore, again, if I can change the way I think, I can change the way I feel.